0: shit. Yeah, you know how we do. oh uh, ah. Uh, this is more than you can chew. I made a theme song. I've creamed with jeans on. I'm the original Don Juan. I made a theme song. I made a theme song. I'm wearing a green thong. I exploded a time bomb. I made a theme song. I made a theme song. I named my cat Dong. Put an egg on my ramen I made a theme song I fucking made a theme song Didn't plan it to be this long Turns out everything rhymes with song I made a theme song I made a theme song Swallowed my long johns These lyrics are mad strong I fucking made a theme song Baby, baby, how was out from home to now. Welcome to the show. More than you can chew. I am your host, Tiffany Moore, M-O-O-R-E. Welcome to the show. It is Friday morning. It's the freaking weekend. Um, I've decided that. I'll probably start putting up some of the old episodes that got deleted as vintage episodes here soon. So you can be on the lookout for that. I'll probably just like put them up one by one. Or at least the ones that I really loved. Um, So that's something you should start looking forward to. I also wanted to address on the previous episode, I put out the challenge to myself. Uh, I told you that I was going to start wooing some gentlemen, you know, um, to see what I'm missing out on, to see what all the hullabaloo is about, because old men love to woo me. Woo! Um, I I, I really, after I recorded the episode, the last episode, I was like, you know what, maybe I'm... (sighs) Maybe, maybe there's something I'm missing. You know, maybe there's something I'm not seeing. And maybe wooing people is actually a lot more fun than I'm I'm really giving it credit for. And I really kind of built it up in my head a little bit. I was like, maybe, maybe this is going to be a lot of fun. Maybe I'm just going to have a lot of fun doing this. So, I was fully prepared to get on here. And... Not just, you know, say I was wrong or whatever, but do a full take back of this wonderful experience of wooing people. So I I really, like, changed my mindset. I got out there in the streets and I saw this prime opportunity. There was a gentleman outside of a house with his shirt off, hands on his hips one of my favorite man poses, and he was just looking at his house, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. This is it. This is my opportunity. This is a perfect woo opportunity. So I'm coming up on him. I get my passenger side window down all the way and prime myself for this peak, peak experience, and... As I drive by, I didn't blow my horn because I I didn't want to put a fright in the old guy. But as I drove by, I did a nice, clean, woo! And, um... It was such a letdown, you guys. It was such a fucking letdown. For me, so much of the joy... Of these little, you know, pranks or things you do with people. It's all about the reaction. It's all about the reaction. And when you're driving by someone. You don't get to see any kind of reaction. Unless they're doing some kind of really big body movement. That you, you're going to be able to see in your rear view mirror. So the drive by woo was extremely uneventful for me. I got absolutely nothing from it. I couldn't tell if he was startled or surprised or laughing. I couldn't see any kind of reaction from him. So it really fell flat for me, guys. I'm really disappointed to say that um, it, it it just, it. I just wasn't really excited about it. So like any experiment, I wanted to give it a fair shot, so I did it again same kind of experience, same type of reaction, just no reaction. There's just nothing. If there's no reaction, I don't know. I, I just don't get it, guys. I just I don't get it. Um, but I wanted to give it a fair shot. I wanted to see if I could be a woo girl. Um, it's just not for me, guys. It's just not for me. But um I, I just wanted to say I was fully prepared to do a full take back on that if I was in the wrong. But I, I was right. Uh, the woo, the drive-by woo is is just, it's not for me. So, <clears throat> um, I, I don't have a specific topic for today's um, episode. This is just going to kind of be thoughts in my head. Um, and talking about some experiences with Rideshare, of course. But uh, I've been feeling really good recently, and I wanted to share how that is attained in um, today's society, how you can actually feel good in today's society. Uh, So much of it, I think, comes down to just accepting yourself exactly where you are and that doesn't mean like settling or any of that nonsense it just means this is exactly where I am right now because I think so many of us have this image of ourselves in our head of this person that we're always trying to be or this place that we're always trying to like get to, or this life that we're always trying to like build or achieve. And there's just this constant climbing the ladder, trying to like prove yourself or better yourself or better your situation. And it's just like, I think that's kind of ingrained in us as people, you know what I mean? like. Keeping up with the Joneses or whatever, you know what I mean? Like always, especially like when we start comparing ourselves to other people, like in our age bracket, like, well, oh, so-and-so has this and I only have this or and there's just so many different things that you can beat yourself up for on the daily. And one small thing I started changing in myself was just like, if I do something that I don't like that day or that I'm disappointed in or whatever, I'm not going to sit there and beat myself up over it relentlessly. I'm just going to fucking grab it by the reins and like, okay, I accept that this is happening today or this happened today and whatever. Like, tomorrow's a new day and I'm just not going to do that the next day. And a lot of times it was just something like, you know, when I was at work at you know, corporate jobs and stuff like that. Like there was a lot of petty gossiping and like talking shit on people. And I would get roped into it sometimes and just like, uh, you know, feel really grimy afterwards after like talking shit about people. And I would work really hard to get myself out of those types of situations because I would just feel so grimy afterwards. But there are some times where it's just like, whatever, you're just in that headspace and you're gonna fucking like talk shit on somebody and that's what it is. So, or, you know, you missed a workout or your workout wasn't as intense as you wish it would have been or you ate something that you wish you wouldn't have, like whatever it is, like you, you could have done better on this report and you half-assed it. Whatever this thing is that you're beating yourself up for, if you can just find acceptance exactly where you are just like there's always this especially if you're always trying to better yourself and improve yourself it can become like this weird addiction in a way you know what I mean like even really good things can become addictions if you don't find moderation in them you know what I mean like you can work out way too hard and end up injuring yourself, you know, or, you know, like, there's just so many things that you can still take to an extreme. And it does just cause this rift of like, if you can just find some fucking balance and just say like, okay, this, this happened today and I'm just going to accept it. It's kind of hard to put into words actually, but just finding absolute total acceptance for yourself exactly where you are and I even recently said like I've done so much fucking work on myself I've done so many different forms of fucking therapy I've like I've worked so hard on myself at this point like when is it going to reach a point where I'm not always striving to be this person inside of my head. I don't know if that will ever not be there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if there's ever going to be a time where I'm not striving to be better or, or striving to get to this place. And as you're growing, as you're older, as you're evolving, those things are constantly changing and evolving with you. So right now, today, you could be like, okay, well, this is the dream life I have in my mind. 10 years down the road, it's going to be a complete, like, odds are if you're a constantly evolving person, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't want to be, I don't know, like, if you're just, like, we're all constantly changing. So, it's like, even 10 years from now, that dream could be immensely different from the dream that you have right now. Because you can't help but learn new things and grow along the way. So, to think to have any kind of mindset that you're ever going to be in this place of absolute perfection, like dreaming about attaining this perfect body or this perfect house or, you know, this amount of money or this kind of status. It's, It's good to have those kinds of goals, but to make it like something that you're always striving for can be really unhealthy too because it's just like well at some point you have to accept like this is where I am and when you can accept exactly where you are and find peace and happiness in that and not always need to be striving for what's next or what's better or like the next upgrade once you can just find acceptance in it that shit just happens naturally everything just kind of falls in place for you. And I don't have a specific example for this. I just see it in my own life all the time. When I stop comparing myself to other people, when I stop beating myself up, when I can just find acceptance exactly where I am, I just, my body naturally will go in the direction of the, all the things that I want to achieve, except it's not, like, this bullet list in my mind. It's just, like, a natural part of my day of, like, these kind of, like, things that I need to check off. And it doesn't feel as rigid. It doesn't feel as, like, I need to do this or else. You know what I mean? I don't know. Does that make sense? It's really hard to explain, actually. So, um, that's something I've been working on a lot is just... Being really happy with where I am now because I know that all of the things I want are gonna fall into place. I know, like I'm, I just know I'm gonna like get everything that I want eventually. But it takes away from this moment now for me to always be thinking about like all of these things that I want in my future. It just really like takes me out of where I am exactly now, and where I am right now, I'm never going to be again. You know, like you can never have this moment back. Like things are just constantly moving and changing. So yeah, it's about like appreciating the moment and shit like that, you know, but it's just like, you don't always have to be striving, you know, like take a fucking day off, take a breather, know that you're doing your best, know that You know, as long as you have these thoughts percolating in your mind of, like, what you do want, it's going to happen. But just take some time and, like, I don't know, just it feels a lot of times like life is just this fucking rat race and we're all trying to get to the end. We're all trying to get to the fucking cheese and it's like, yeah, it's going to be nice to have that fucking cheese, but if you can just find... Some kind of like gooey center in this time and space that you're in right now in this moment. I'm telling you, magic happens. Like, it's a very, very interesting thing. Um, so yeah, uh, let's get some stories of the week here. Oh, I got kissed. I got kissed again by another girl in a rideshare doing the rideshare gig, and um, I will say that this is much more aggressive this time. Um, There's a pride event happening in downtown Pittsburgh uh, that I was driving around for. And I picked these three girls up, probably like mid-20s, picked these three girls up from a bar. And I thought that they were completely wasted, but maybe they were just wild. And in these types of scenarios it's it's happened many times especially with a group of girls especially a group of wild girls and they get in my car and they want to assume control you know what i mean like they want to assume their dominance and they don't understand that i am the wild like I I I I'm I'm boring now. I've gotten it all out of my system for the most part, but in my day, I was wild as they fucking co- like. No one was more wild than me, and I made damn sure of it. Like I was the wild, the wildest party girl at the party. So. I always think it's cute when these girls get in my car and they try to assume dominance because it's just like, okay, okay, I'm going to let you think that you are in control here, but we all know, like, I know things that you don't know. So these girls get in my car and they're just like, put a song on that doesn't suck. (laughs) And I'm like, what do you want to listen to? And immediately they're just like bug cherry crazy bitch and I was like oh my god like you don't even know you don't even know what you're getting into so I put on the song and they a lot of times girls will just see like what they can get away with you know what I mean like they'll just like constantly especially like more wild girls they will just like constantly push and push and push to see like What's going to make you break as this like weird rideshare driver? Like what's going to push your limits? Like they don't give a fuck. They don't, they don't give a fuck about a bad score. You know what I mean? Like they just want to have fun. They want to push their boundaries. They want to push their limits. Like this is what, you know, 20 something old girls do. So they start singing at the top of their lungs. And I was just like, Put the fucking windows down, because I'm about to break these bitches out. Like, I started singing so fucking loud over all of them. (laughs) And they just start, like, looking at me like, what the fuck? And then they're just like, they, you know, they get into it. They get into it. So then... um. Oh yeah, Hinder, Lips of an Angel, they wanted next. So Lips of an Angel came on and just like all of these horrible, trashy 90s songs. And I outcrazied all of them. I'm just like, do you want to go to that level? Because I will meet you there and I'm going to surpass it. Like, I don't care. I really don't give a shit. So now... Of course, once they see that side of you come out, it's just like, oh, she's fucking hot, you know? So this girl in the back just starts asking me, you know, if I'm married or if I'm single. (laughs) And it just came from a pride event. So they're just like, my friends are my allies. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're all telling me like they're gay and super attracted to me and stuff. So by the end of the ride, this one girl in the back, is just like, you're so fucking hot. Like, I'm gonna make out with you. I'm gonna make out with you. My girlfriend just broke up with me and I need to make out with someone. And she's like, would you ever make out with a girl? And I'm like, yeah, maybe, you know, like I'm not putting all my cards on the table. I'm not gonna tell her like I've had threesomes with girls. Like, absolutely not. You gotta work for that. So I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'd make out with a girl. So I dropped them off. And she comes up to the front seat to make out with me, and I taste zero alcohol on her, her tongue. Like she she's full on tongue kissing me, and it's not like super aggressive or anything, yet. And it it really didn't do anything. She had like really 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 thin lips. And that just really doesn't do it. Like I, I like a meaty, I like a really meaty set of lips because mine are kind of meaty. Like if you have too thin of lips, I'm just gonna like take over your whole face. <clears throat> she was really petite, so she's making out with me and she's just like yelling. There's no alcohol at all on her mouth, so I don't know what the they. I don't know what they were on, or maybe they were just like lit up. I don't know. So she's yelling out my window, like, come here, come here, come back here. You guys need to see this. You need to see this. I'm like, we don't need, like, there doesn't need to be an audience here. Like, if you want to kiss me, just fucking kiss me. And her friend comes back and she's like, rubber nipples, rubber nipples. And she starts grabbing my fucking tit. And I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. I'm not a fucking piece of meat, like, relax. I said I would kiss you. I didn't say you could feel me the fuck up. You're welcome, my tits are glorious. But I did not give consent at all. For, like, it was very fucking aggressive for this little petite girl that I could have like lifted up with one hand and shoved out my window. Um, so I don't know, I guess uh, I'm attracting a lot of women to kiss me recently. And it wasn't a bad cause I just didn't didn't feel anything. I didn't feel anything at all. And um, so then I think it was like the next day I picked up this guy and he was really, really, really cute. Like when I went to pick him up, he, I don't know. He just had like this really big grin on his face when he saw me, (laughs) it was so cute. And he got in my car and he's just like calling me ma'am and so polite and stuff. And um, he just started asking me like if I was married and if I had kids or anything like that. And I I started talking to him a little bit and I don't remember what he asked, but he's like, oh, okay. Cause I was going to ask for your number, but I wasn't sure if you had like a boyfriend or something. And I was like, well, I'm 41. How old are you? And he's like, I'm 20. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like A tw- 20 what and he's like no 20 and I was like oh 20 you're 20 years old okay um but he was talking about like this business he was starting and he was very like sophisticated and well-spoken and I don't know I I'm sure there should have been tons of alarms going off in my head like this kid is fucking 20. Like what are you why are you even entertaining this? But I was entertaining it. I I at this point in my life if someone's going to ask me how, I don't know. Maybe maybe I just need a 20-year-old young gentleman to take me out and have a good time. I don't know because I don't want to do any of the things that most people my age want to do. I don't want A first date at fucking Applebee's over dinners and drinks. Like, dinner and drinks sounds so fucking boring to me at this point in my life. Like, I don't care who you are or what it is. Like, I want to have the experience of something. Like, let's go to the drive-in theater on our first date. You know what I mean? And make out during the boring parts. Like take me somewhere fun. Let's go to a park. Let's go, like, to a weird-ass restaurant. Like, I want to go do crazy, like, it doesn't even have to be crazy, but just something different. Something that I can get excited about. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't want to do the same old boring-ass things that, like, most people my age do. So I was like, maybe I need this. Maybe I need a 20-year-old in my life to, like, bring the energy and enthusiasm I'm craving. Um, And I did feel this, like, once I dropped him off, I was just like, are you gonna ask for my number or what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he took my number and he shook my hand, you know, when I told him my name and it was really cute. And I did feel like something between us. I felt this spark that I haven't felt in a while that I don't feel with many people at all. And I was just like, okay, I'm open to this. I'm definitely open to this. And he never texted me, you know what I mean? Which I kind of expected, but (laughs) I don't know, maybe, maybe something should have went off where I was just like, not in a million years would i date a 20 year old but i don't know like i i'm just at a point in my life where i want to have a lot of fun experiences and i don't want to do the same old boring kind of shit so i'm i don't know like maybe 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 i need a 20 year old in my life i don't really know but he was so cute and he was he did not seem 20 at all um of course it would have been different if he was like <laughs> 18, like (laughs) two years difference. I mean, I still probably would go out with an 18 year old. I don't know. It's just a date. It's a fucking date. You know what I mean? Like I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket, but, um, I I, I don't know. I, I thought that could be a little fun. This, this month, um, I'm about to get my period tomorrow. I'm scheduled to get it. And, I I don't really care anymore um, what people think about this. I'm going to talk about it because it's... I just think it's important to get this message out there. Um, The week before my period, I am so insanely fucking horny. It's it's disturbing, honestly. It is disturbing. Um, And I'm not... I'm at a point in my life where, you know, I, I I haven't done anything physical with anybody in over 15 months at this point. I don't have like a casual hookup. I don't have a relationship. I don't have, I don't want to just go have a one night stand necessarily. I I don't, I don't feel like I'm ready to just go have like casual sex with anyone. Like there has to be some kind of connection there and it has to be like fulfilling for me in some way. And I I don't know, like the connection, like the vibe is just so fucking important. And that's really, really hard for me to find. So I have like, I'll usually have like someone on standby that I can sext You know, like, the week before my period. Because this isn't, like, I'm trying to turn on the audience. That's something I always have to fucking think about. And it's so annoying. And it's honestly usually because, like, I don't want... (laughs) Because I don't want people to think, like, I'm just trying to turn people... Like, this is literally what I'm going through. This is how I feel. This is how I experience things as a 41 year old woman. I'm ravenous. Like I, I could literally fuck someone for four days straight. I'm not just saying that. Like I, when I'm this close to my period that week before my period, like nothing would make me happier. And I'm not just talking sex. Like I want to be a filthy fucking slut. I want, and, like, for a woman to really, and when I say, like, slut or do slutty things, I'm just saying, like, to not have any kind of boundaries, to just, like, fully embrace everything that I'm feeling that I want to do, like, even if it seems really (laughs) fucking, like, quote-unquote, nasty or extreme or whatever. It's just like, in that moment, that's how I'm feeling. And I understand that because of what I've experienced in my life sexually and the ways that I've been taken advantage of, the ways I've felt out of control in my own body, it's, it's like this, it's this release when you can find someone that you really, really, really trust enough and feel safe enough with to just let all of the walls down and be, like, really fucking dirty and slutty. I don't know how else to say it. Like, it's not derogatory to me. It's just, like, I just want to be a filthy fucking slut. And so finding that kind of relationship is difficult even if it is just casual sex where you're building enough trust with that person to really really let down all the walls and like I don't I know that no matter like how fucking slutty I get like this person isn't actually gonna think less of me you know tomorrow or this person isn't gonna like Hold it against me or make fun of me or use it against me, you know, at some other point in our relationship. Um. And trust me, if you can make a woman feel safe during sex and keep that safety going in the relationship, whatever kind of relationship you have with them, like if you can just always make them feel safe and allow them to explore these you know different kind of avenues that they want to go down in their sexuality like if you can just be there to support that and not judge them or say like wow you're really fucked up or like whatever it is like you will see a lot of your sexual fantasies come to fruition because like when women really really feel comfortable doing that they're gonna let down a lot of fucking walls with you and because that's really hard to do because it's so easy for men to use that against you, like, later on, you know, when they get pissed off about you something. It's just like, well, you're just a slut anyway. And she's like, oh, see, like, but you liked me being slutty. You loved me being slutty. But then it's just like this weird, it's just such a weird balance. <clears throat> um, It's the same with, like, body count. You know what I mean? Like, when a, if a guy gets turned off by your body count or has something negative to say about your body count. Just, like, it's absolute fucking bullshit. Like, don't even fuck with that, dude. Because it's just, it's just such fucking bullshit. But I, I, I only feel safe, really, in, you know, sexting someone that I've been sexting. And, like, it's basically, like, okay, like, you're probably not gonna hear from me much, but, like, that week before my period, I'm gonna do, like really, really fucking slutty. Like, I just want to, I want to film myself doing really slutty things and send it to someone. <laughs> and that's like, I, I I can't control that. I can't control that urge. That's just something that I love to do. And the week before my period, I, I have to be able to have some kind of release because like I said, like my, I feel like my hormones are still trying to find some kind of balance. And to me, I I just need like, it's, it's so overwhelming. And it just interferes with everything. Like I, I won't be able to focus on anything else except sex. And it's like, I just need to satiate that part of myself so I can go back to like normal everyday things. Um, And so I have this guy that I have kind of like on standby that I'll sext, you know, like out of the blue sometimes. And he gets really filthy pictures and videos of me. And it's like that week. And then like sometimes other times throughout the month. And that's my way of curbing it. And I'm sure it's really easy for a lot of people to just be like, oh my god, like, I can't believe you would do that. You know, whatever. I. I you don't know <laughs> how difficult it is to be such a, I'm like a very, very physical sexual person. Like, I think sex is extremely important and... In some way, I am depriving myself of that, you know, like, because I don't want to give in and just have, like, meaningless, mindless sex with someone. I want it to be, if I'm going to have sex with someone, I want to, like, go all out. I want to, like, be wild. And in that, you have to, like, build some kind of a relationship with someone. And feel that chemistry and that connection and, like, that safety and being completely fucking wild. So until that happens, (laughs) like, it's just building and building and building inside of me. And that week before my period, my hormones are just fucking out of control. They're out of control. I'm, I could just... like, nothing satiates me, I'm insatiable, I just need, I need to just, like, sex the fuck out of someone, um, and I was kind of holding back from, like, really getting into that kind of stuff on the show, because I know that it does cast me in a bad light, you know, to a lot of people, and, but I just don't really give a shit anymore, that's who I am, I'm kind of fucking slutty. I'm kind of fucking trashy. I'm kind of a fucking cowboy. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't really fit into whatever stereotype people are going to want me for. So I'm just going to be me. And, um, it's, it's, it's maddening. It's, it's honestly maddening. Like, I'll shock myself, honestly, of how, (laughs) like, I don't know, it's really fascinating, it's really fascinating because I couldn't ever expected, I couldn't have expected at this age in my life to just be like feeling ravenously out of control sexually and I couldn't have expected to be like taking this break from sex at this point in my life you know what I mean like it's all just culminated and it's the perfect storm (laughs) And I'm just like once that person comes along who like lines up with everything that I need them to be like I'm going to fuck your cock off, like, <laughs> like you will not, have, your cock will be disintegrated by the time I'm done with you, that's how fucking out of control it is, but it's really, like, that week before my period, and then, usually, like, the next two weeks, it's fine, you know what I mean, but it's just, like, especially recently, it's just, like, I don't know if I'm, if it's from being off the birth... I don't know. I don't know. It's just like a woman's body is so fucking amazing. It's so interesting. All of these cycles we go through. And how one week I'm totally fine and don't think about sex at all. And then the week before my period, like, I'll fuck a homeless person. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like shit gets fucking weird, man. Um, But I hold my standard... I, I don't wanna give in. I don't wanna have meaningless sex with someone like at this point if I'm gonna do it like I want to I want it to be like fucking mind blowing and amazing. So um sometimes I wanna run down a wild turkey and sometimes I just wanna be really, really fucking slutty before my period comes. And that's what, you know, being a woman is at age forty one. And I thought maybe a young 20-year-old could keep up with me. That was a possibility in my mind. But he didn't fucking text. So here we are. <clears throat> Horny old Tiff. Putting out another podcast. Another riveting show. Um, yeah, I don't think I really had anything else to talk about. But wanted to put something out there. Stay tuned for a vintage episode that I think I'm going to put up today, too. And uh, yeah, hope y'all are having fun and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.